0: How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex with my co host here, Ryan Moran. And today we're coming off a huge win against the Cleveland Browns. Holy shit, what a game! Joe Flacco looked like his vintage self. This Jets team fought resiliently. Garrett Wilson, finally, they figured out that he can actually get open, and he was open all day long. Corey Davis, what a game for him. Uh, Brees Hall had a couple of really big moments. And, you know, all together, this was just a dominant performance um from Joe Flacco specifically I want to discuss his play I want to discuss his game I want to discuss how the Jets managed to pull off an absolute miracle in the fourth quarter Nick Chubb should have just taken that knee at the goal line and and uh tried to milk the clock a little bit more but bad decisions lead to good things for other teams sometimes and you know the Cleveland Browns thought they had the win they had it they thought they had it locked up but with two minutes left the Jets said no no no, no not so fast let's go score two improbable touchdowns and steal this win um and wow I mean Talk about revitalizing the, the 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 fan base. Talk about revitalizing the coaching staff and the players. Wins like this propel you to success. You know, look at the Giants last week. They beat the Tennessee Titans. Very unexpected. Absolutely propelled them to another win this week. That energy, that vibe got them a victory, you know, Good coaching does that. Taking advantage of opportunities does that, and the Jets did just that. And I, and I hope to God that they continue uh, to mount momentum on top of it all. So I want to discuss the offense. You know how they how they perform.
1: Some standout players uh, from this game. Ryan, before we do so, how are you feeling after the win? Feeling great, Alex. Can't be much better. I think uh, all Jets Nation this morning. I mean, happy victory Monday in the month of September. They have been since 2015 basically impossible to come by. I want to say they maybe had four since and. It was, you know, since 2018, week one, that the Jets won a game in the month of September, and that that was a huge win for the Jets yesterday. I mean, you said it just the – to take Corey Davis's words uh, on his postgame interview with SMY, I mean, just the grit of the football team. I mean, the odds literally could not have been stacked against the Jets more after Nick Chubb's touchdown, and they just fought. I mean, they, they continued to battle. They made plays when they needed to. The special teams stepped up every opportunity that they had to, whether it was the fake punt. Uh, on the second drive of the game that led to the first touchdown. Greg's on line 4 for 4, much improved yesterday made a huge 57-yarder there early in the fourth quarter. And onside kicks are basically impossible to recover nowadays in the NFL with the new rule changes and with a minute 22 to spare. I mean, Brayden man punts that kicks that ball off. Will Parks keeps it in bounds near the Jets sideline and Justin Hardy recovered it and at that point it was just bounce. I mean, the Jets had to go down and score and you said it. I mean, Garrett Wilson was the star and in his second NFL game with the Jets. I mean, you can just tell that this guy is going to be so great for years to come. And that, that was great to see him yesterday make plays all over the field. The guy can effortlessly create separation. And I think the most important thing, and it just goes across you know, the entire Jets team, it's just the it factor. I mean, Wilson drops that third down pass there in the fourth quarter. And it, for him to just bounce back, to have that resiliency – the jets in the red zone were, were efficient in this game aside from the one turnover that they had um, on the strip sack i mean all three of their other opportunities in the red zone resulted in touchdowns which was big you know the jets did lose a lot of the key team stats the turnover battle uh not the turnover battle but the third down efficiency but again they were 8 of 15 on third down which was huge progress compared to a week ago i felt like they did a better job of staying ahead of the chains on first and second down and We're able to manage some things on third down to extend drives. You know, I obviously touched up on the red zone efficiency, you know, being pretty good this week. The special teams miscues, I mean, there were basically none. They did a great job. I mean, Corey Borges had a couple of great punts that pinned the Jets back. But I got to say, I mean, the Jets' offense was really competitive, kept them in this game. You go back and watch it. I mean, Jets' defense did have some struggles yesterday. And as a result of that, I mean, the Jets were never in control of this game when you go back and watch it. But the offense just continued to pick them up special teams when they needed to make plays and you know uh, it was just a great win. I mean, it felt great to come back and to finish that game like they did on the road in a hostile environment, just couldn't be happier for the jets yesterday.
0: Yeah, so let's kind of discuss their offensive line quickly because, you know, obviously in week one was not exactly uh, promising. But I will say this. They they did improve. Uh, looking at Lake and Tomlinson specifically, he only gave up two hurries compared to eight hurries in week one against Baltimore. So his pass blocking took a huge step forward. Uh, run blocking grades, uh, you know, weren't, Prominence, But he definitely was above average in the pass blocking category, which is huge for the Jets and protecting Joe Flacco obviously took advantage of that Elijah Vera Tucker gave up three pressure so had a pretty similar game to uh, week one had a really good pass blocking grade decent in run blocking uh, Max Mitchell had a very solid outing by most accounts based on the fact that he was going up against some uh, extraordinary talent. He did give up a sack, a quarterback hit and two hurries, but for a fourth-round rookie who is making his second uh, appearance as a uh, professional player, I'll say that he stood his ground valiantly, and and I think that that growth and development against a pretty solid Cleveland Browns pass rush is definitely something to harp on. Uh, George Fant um, gave up four pressures, or rather five pressures, uh, four hurries, and a quarterback hit. Pass blocking wasn't absolutely fantastic, was a decent run blocker, but altogether... I'm pretty, uh, you know, excited about the fact that some of these offensive linemen did take a big step forward for Connor McGovern. He had a great game, gave up a hurry and a pressure. You know, what are your thoughts on the offensive line and their
1: performances? I think the offensive line was much better compared to a week ago. I think the main concern was just inside the tackles. They did not run the ball very well. I mean, my car averaged about three, three and a half yards carry a couple of Brees Hall's biggest runs on the day were really outside the tackles. And Michael Ford did a great job yesterday. I mean, he was doing what he did the second half of last year with the innovative, just gadget plays, whether it was Barrios Hall, Garrett Wilson. I mean, he got guys, the ball in space and the Jets were able to create some plays, you know, outside the, the uh, tackles. And, you know, that, that was huge for the Jets. I mean, the, the run blocking, you know, outside the numbers was better. I felt like the pass protection in particular was, I mean a night and day difference compared to a week ago. The Jets offensive line week one was pretty dreadful. And yesterday, I mean, look, Miles Garrett made, you know, off the top of my head, probably three to five splash plays that jumped out. But as we said in the episode Saturday, you just cannot allow him to completely take this game over and wreck it play to play. And to be honest, the Jets did a pretty good job of containing him, slowing him down. They chipped with the tight end at times. You know, you saw Jeremy Rucker get some opportunities yesterday. You definitely saw what he can do, just his physicality and the relentless, you know, effort that he plays with and Overall, I mean, the offensive line, you said all five guys across the front did a good job. I think Max Mitchell, you got to continue to feel good about what he's shown. Um, George Fant was good. I mean, the the one penalty he got called for was a really tough call. And that uh, took the Jets out of the red zone and led to the 57-yarder that Greg Zarline made there early in the fourth. So across the board, much better day from Lakin Thompson. ABT really jumped out, you know, had a good game. And you just want to continue to see this group. As I said last week, it it wasn't a good game, but – you had to keep in mind the fact that they had a lot of moving parts and minimal time working together. And I think with more and more time and repetition on the practice field, you can continue to really see growth like they showed yesterday.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it definitely uh, you know stands out that they took such a big step forward, at least individual performances. And I'm very happy for Max Mitchell as well. But Joe Flacco, let's talk about the man of the hour. Uh, 26 completions on 44 attempts, 307 yards, uh, and four touchdowns. I believe he ranks second all of football in yards over two weeks, which is just absolutely insane. So four touchdown passes, four touchdown passes for Joe Flacco. Zach Wilson's probably shaking in his boots thinking he just lost his starting job. I'm just kidding. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But I'll tell you what, this was what we needed. This is what the Jets needed to see from Joe Flacco, a veteran-level performance composed in the pocket, accurate, timely, decisive. Right. He showed all of those things. He showed that, you know what, uh, I can go out there and, and, and compete with the best of them. And I think that he really helped carry this team to a victory um, uh, yesterday. And, and ultimately, you know, the Jets needed him to stand out. And, you know, Garrett Wilson, eight receptions for 102 yards and two touchdowns with a long of 31. He is quickly becoming a very dangerous player uh, for this offense. Corey Davis had two receptions for 83 yards and a touchdown, obviously, the big 66 yarder um, at the end there. And then Elijah Moore had three receptions for 41 yards. But, like you said before, Garrett Wilson just is a natural at creating separation. He is impossible to guard. And then when he gets in the ball in open space, God help your ankles. The guy is taking them left and right. He's collecting them at this point. It's a collection of ankles in, in his on his trophy case. And I'll tell you what, the Jets need to need to realize that they have a healthy human joystick. And that is as, you know, if you're a Giants fan, you're, you know the Giants, you know Kadarius Tony, very similar style to Garrett Wilson. They're at stop on a dime. They can do all these things. Big difference, Garrett Wilson stays healthy. And Garrett Wilson definitely showcased that he's about to become a much more prominent piece to this offense moving forward. He obviously was open a lot against Baltimore. The Jets just missed him. They realized it on the film and said, holy shit, this guy is open all the time. And they started to feed him the rock. And good things happen when your best playmakers have the ball in their hands. And he continued to show that. He was tremendous. Just absolutely phenomenal um, in this game. And, and Ryan, how excited are you to see his development, his growth over two, over just two games? And you know, what are your expectations the rest of the way? Cause I think he's just become maybe one of the top options on this team.
1: It's thrilling. I mean, Flacco and Wilson were obviously the two stars in this one and propelled the jets to victory. I think you look at Garrett, you just, you see his complete skill set. It's not even just the, you know, quickness and the athletic ability, how shifty he is running routes or after the ball or, or after the catch with the ball in his hands in space. I mean, you see what this guy can do in the red zone, punching in the ball twice. You saw on that first touchdown that he scored on the fade route. I mean, just when you give him space one-on-one, I mean, he's really tough to contain and, you know, just his speeds, what he can do as a contested catch target. I mean, his effort, you saw, you know, two of the incompletions he even had near the sideline. I mean, the first one of the early targets he had in the game on a go route down the sideline. I mean, he makes an incredible catch. Obviously he falls out of bounds, but you see just his ability to get up and make plays on the ball. I mean, his ball skills are incredible. And, you know, he's across the the formation pre-snap making plays. I mean, before gave him one gadget opportunity early in the game yesterday. It wasn't well, you know, blocked up, but there's so much that he offers. And like I said, as much as anything, I think the it factor and just the resiliency mental toughness to bounce back from a really bad drop on a third down late in the game when the jets were down and to still, uh, be on the receiving end of the final two completions, Joe Flacco threw in this game, and obviously the game winner on a, you know, perfect call. I mean, I was sitting there saying to myself, the Browns were going continuously with the two deep safety looks, and to split it right in between there with the you know skinny, uh, skinny you know quick post there, and you know perfect timing with Flacco on the throw, Wilson in stride, and I mean you see the emotion that this kid plays with. I mean he he loves the game, he wants to win, and I think that was obvious after just some of the frustration from the first game, not really playing a whole lot and. Look, in just a second game, we're already seeing how special Garrett Wilson can be.
0: Absolutely, he's about to cause a lot of trouble for opposing uh, defenses, especially because they have to man up. You know, Corey Davis and Elijah Moore, and then you have to look at Michael Carter. You got to look at uh, Tyler Conklin and Ozoma, and you have to look at Brees Hall. And there's just so many weapons running around everywhere. How do you stop all these guys? You don't stop all these guys. That's the reality. You're talking about Garrett Wilson, who's probably going to be getting a little bit more CB2 looks moving forward. But if you if you're a opposing team and you have CB3 or your slot guy on Garrett Wilson, you're in big trouble. You're in massive trouble. You can't stop the guy if you're playing your your worst defensive backs, your worst starting defensive backs against him. He's going to thread you, um, and that's a great thing for the Jets' offense. And they're they're definitely taking a big step forward because of that. But I'll tell you what, defensively, could have been better. Um, performance definitely wasn't ideal. Marcus Joyner led the team with eight total tackles, six uh, solo tackles. Quan Alexander had another very physical, aggressive game with seven total tackles. Mosley had seven. Jordan Whitehead had seven, and he was injured, so you know. Good uh, performance from him. Sauce Gardner, um, I believe he gave up a touchdown to Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, that that stood. Oh, that didn't stand, did it? Did it come back? No.
1: But the, the next play, they had uh, Amari Cooper. It, it was more nice. of like a cover three look, though, in between him and Jordan Whitehead. So okay. it, it was a bang bang play.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, in man coverage, I don't expect him to be giving up many uh, completions like that. But I guess they probably did attribute maybe one of those touchdowns to him. DJ Reed. Had a good game. Sheldon Rankins. Uh, Quentin Williams had a half a sack. Carl Lawson had half a sack and a QB. They both had quarterback hits, which was pretty solid. Um, you know, ultimately, it was the running game that beat them up. Nick Chubb had 87 yards on the ground. Kareem Hunt had 58 yards on the ground. But Jacoby Beaver at 43. Obviously, had that long one at the end where they were just playing deep coverage. Um, but you know, altogether, I think that they held up nicely. Amari Cooper really was the one that beat them nine receptions for 101 yards, but the running game kind of got to the Nick Chubb, just three touchdown runs. Like, you know, that can't happen. The jets are definitely going to have to address that. Uh, but obviously he's one of the best running backs in the league. And you know, sometimes you just can't stop these guys. They are very talented at the end of the day. So, you know, your perspective here, what what were the, what was kind of the main downfall for this jets defense in this game? Obviously it could have performed better, but you know, what do you think they have to step up moving forward?
1: Absolutely. I think the star of this one was DJ Reed defensively. I think early on, you're seeing the tenacity that this guy plays with. I mean, he made at least two or three impressive tackles in space out on the edge yesterday. And that was really one of his top strengths when the Jets signed him. And you watch what he did with the Seahawks, whether it was against the run, coming up against the pass. I mean, DJ Reed on the edge just made his presence felt. He, He saved a couple of big plays, one touchdown early in the game. Um, He was the star. I think, again, Alex, the main takeaway for the Jets defense is just the talented defensive line and the immense depth that they have rushing the quarterback did not show up once again yesterday. And that was why the Jets defense really, they gave up over 400 yards, 30 points, really could not do very much unless the Browns hurt themselves with penalties or turnovers. You know, it was a game in which the Jets front again, did not really get enough pressure and, Luckily, they're they're going up against a Bengals team this week that has, regardless of the new players, and they have four new starters, the the Bengals offensive line has not looked very good through the first two games. And I think that's the perfect opportunity for the Jets' pass rush to really get it going. I think I will say the one thing is that when it mattered most late in the fourth quarter, you saw both Carl Lawson and Quinton Williams split that sack and really generate some power, get a good, you know, pass rush and uh, a needed sack there late in the ballgame for the Jets. The run defense, I mean, it struggled, absolutely, no doubt about that. Um, they did go up against a great guard duo and running back tandem as we spoke on Saturday. But overall, I mean, the Jets defense definitely got picked up by both the offense, the special teams, and I would even say the coaching across the board, you know, whether it was Brent Boyer, or Michael Floor, you know, it, it was a game in which the defense got picked up after they they did their part in week one, right? I mean, the Jets defense really kept the Jets in that game with the Ravens. And, you know, now it's time for all three phases to really, you know, click, get in sync. And if so, I mean, this Jets team I I think can certainly get hot here.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, getting hot right now, coming off a big win, that's what we're hoping for. I mean, the Jets, you know, special teams look good. They had a lot of good moments in this game and resiliency obviously was the most valuable factor and impact. So uh, we're going to need more of it. We're going to need a little bit better defensive performance next week, Um, but the offense definitely stepped up. Joe Flacco showed that he can do it right. We, now we know Joe Flacco is not washed. He can play well and he can find his receivers and he can take advantage of a good, Um, You know, a better offensive line play and some really great playmakers. So now that we've seen it, we expect it on a weekly basis. We do not want to see him take a backseat and shit the bed next week because. We, we know what he's capable of now you know consistency is key until zach Wilson at least returns which probably will be i guess week four or week five we'll see what happens there looks like he's been practicing and running around and doing his stuff so that's definitely a big benefit but guys i'd love to hear your perspectives below in the youtube comments you know how you feeling after this win how you feeling about this game um your excitement about the squad moving forward definitely um, intrigued to hear your responses and your reactions as always my friends make sure to like and subscribe and we'll catch you guys on the next fireside jets episode